the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We throw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Okay, listen. We addressed our sound issues. Then, we recorded a home run, grand slam, killer, fucking epic podcast. We had enthusiasm, we had wit, we had charm, we had sex appeal. Then, we tried to save it and lost the whole thing. So, you get this, version 2. Still amazing. But, tune in next week for our first take. We love you, P.A.S. Holes. F.N.A. right it is, lady. Hey, yo, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to The Point After Show. I'm the host with the most fantasy football points this week. Most Eddie like the Scrooge. most fantasy losses. One in five. As always, I'm joined alongside by the uh, Feudal Lipko brothers, Polly Bag of Walnuts. Five and, and te- one, Polly Bag of Walnuts, and please. And teaser bet Tommy. And, of course, there's always... Joe Cavi, the producer, Caviston with us as well. It's week seven. There's a boatload of fantasy football to talk, so I'm going to start off with the injury report. Quarterbacks, Big Ben Roethlisberger, knee surgery, out four to six weeks, probably less. And as an Antonio Brown owner, I'm nervous, but I'm not I'm not too scared. Let's move on to uh, the wide receivers. Let's go, Paul. Wide receivers. So from the wide receiver standpoint, Terrell Pryor has uh, been limited. He was actually uh, out today from with the hamstring injury for practice. He could see limited snaps, according to his coach, if he's active at all. Be very wary about him. Philip Dorsett is still not practicing on Thursday, which is not good for the Indianapolis Colts, already having Moncrief out. And T.Y. Hilton also didn't practice with the hip injury. Uh, he is someone that you want to keep an eye on for Sunday. Robert Woods, for all you guys that picked up Robert Woods a few weeks ago, I'm sorry, he is doubtful for this weekend with a foot injury. Let's move it over to the wider. I'm sorry, to the running backs for Tommy. Hey, the running backs here with the San Francisco 49ers. You got Carlos Hyde, who's been with that shoulder injury this week. He was spotted in a sw- uh, sling earlier on the week. He's not playing. He's got a bye next week, but he'll be all right after that. Mike Davis is the backup there, so pick him up if you need somebody in your flex option. You have three of Theo Riddick, who didn't play this week with our star, who didn't practice this week with an ankle injury. He didn't start uh, practice again on Thursday. Watch him. Latavius Murray with the turf toe. Keep an eye on him. Practice this Thursday, so he should be a go this week. Eddie Lacy was placed uh-huh. on the IR. What? <laughs> Eddie Lacy. Bless you. Eddie Lacy. Yeah, Got a you. disgruntled uh, employee here with Eddie Lacy. Well, he traded him away. So what do you expect? He didn't trade him away. He traded for him. He sucks. So, Eddie Lacy, he's out. He's on the IR. Niall Davis, they picked him up this week. They also promoted the running back from the practice squad. So, look there. Uh, Yeah, LaShawn McCoy with a hamstring injury. Uh, He's definitely not going to play this week. He might be out multiple weeks. Pick up Galisley if you have him. I think saying definitely is a little premature. I, I still would watch on him. 
you know, and then also Theo Riddick owners look like I said last week for Zach Center. He didn't do phenomenal, but he had eight fantasy points. So if you're desperate for somebody for a flex option, he might be your guy again this week. Let's move it on to tight ends. Cav, what do you got? All right, you got Zach Miller, who I don't know if you're really relying on Zach Miller in fantasy anyway, but he's got a rib injury. He remains limited in practice this week. He's uh, he's not going to be be much help anyway. He played tonight. Then you have Jordan Reed. He's got a concussion, still holding strong to the fact that maybe he'll retire this week. I like Vernon this Davis, year. but... Dwayne Allen's got a sprained ankle, considered week to week. Eric Ebron's got an ankle. He already missed two games, but they're hopeful that he'll return this week. The ageless wonder, Antonio Gates, has a hamstring. He says he isn't 100%, but he's still going to play, so we'll see where we go with that. It's time for SST. Sit him, start him, or trade him. It's kind of like STD, but without the redness and itch. Sit him, start him, drop him, trade him. Antonio Brown. I hate him, but I love him. Well, I think with Big Ben out, Antonio Brown is definitely a sit him. He's been, uh, last year he averaged four catches, 60 yards, no TDs, and a fumble when Antonio Brown, or when Big Ben was out. Antonio Brown is definitely on my bench him this week. Probably future weeks, he's got to buy in week eight. Hopefully Big Ben comes back week nine, but who knows? They're saying two to six weeks with that knee scope. Uh, Paul, what do you think? I don't. I, I can't bench him. Uh, he's still a fantasy stud. I definitely think that you temper your expectations with uh, Landry Jones being the quarterback. If I'm being honest, I'm probably at this motor moment looking to deal him away, try and get some big players for him before the Landry Jones effect hits him, and he just doesn't have very, very much value. That's just my take on it. I mean, I in our original podcast that got deleted. No offense to anybody here. Let's. Uh, I'll say this again that I think Antonio Brown. I want to see what he does with Landry Jones first before I decide what to do with him. I want to see what his repertoire are is. You're not going to get much time on that. So yeah. I think yeah. if you wait a week, I think if he has a bad week this week, you're not getting any value for him next week off of people. Maybe mediocre value. What do you guys think about this guy we've been talking about for weeks, Golden Tate with the Lions? He had a huge week last week, but what's he going to do going on forward? I um, am I'm very outspoken about how I feel about Golden Taint. Um, I don't believe he is a fantasy starter. I know he had a big week last week. I apologize to everybody I told three weeks ago to drop him. I don't think you're going to be 100% upset when you realize that you're going to probably start him this week because of last week's outing, and you're going to be disappointed. And Tommy is dying. <laughs> I think much like Tommy's gonna come back from that sip of water that Golden Tate's back. I know I like I like I like Golden Tate going forward as a wide receiver three. I think he's back. I think he's a flex option. I think they found the rhythm over there. Eric Ebron is still iffy. He's not hundred percent. Tate's gonna take over those reps when it's time. He's a Notre Dame guy as always. I'm Start not worried him. about him being Hold Notre on. Dame. I, I I just think he's gonna be solid going forward. All right, Jerry Macklin. Jeremy Macklin uh, is Drop him. Potentially. Drop him. I would never drop him. He's definitely a wide receiver. Drop him. He's their number one. Wide receiver three. He's He's been averaging seven and a half fantasy points in the last three games. How could you say it's a wide receiver three? That's a wide receiver three numbers. No, you want at least ten points on your wide receiver three, right? So, 
Um, he's a wide receiver three, in my opinion. In Polly's world. Him, I have him on my team, who, by the way, is a 5 and one fantasy team. If you want to talk to these dumb-dumbs, you, you start can him? keep listening to him. Did you start him? But yet? I did sit him this week, and <coughs> here's why I sat him this week. I don't think that he is um You're fantasy. just sitting there saying you can't drop him. He's the man. And here you are talking about why you didn't start drop him. him. There you go. <laughs> That's what we needed. I'm starting him. I don't know about you guys. But Eddie, you're one in five. He, Eddie's one in five. He's starting Denise Scarupa this week. I don't That's think. Up. I'm not starting Teresa Lipko either. I don't think. I don't think I you're should. ever I gonna get. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think you're ever gonna get the production you want out of Jeremy Macklin in that offense with that quarterback with that coach. I just and don't I'm think starting. It's it, I'm starting it in a league where I'm four and two. So that's not this league. So anyway. let's move on to Isaiah Crowell. We've been talking about this guy for weeks. If you didn't, if you didn't trade him yet, if you have him on your team, you're you're behind the eight ball. This is a guy at this point. We're not even talking about trade start. We are now talking about drop him straight up. Put him on the waiver wire. What do you think, Paul? Um, I'm kind of tired of talking about this guy. I agree. Drop him. He's junk. I agree. Drop yeah, him. I'm with you there too. So let's move on to some more junk. Uh, Jeremy Hill. What do you guys think of him? Junk. I like Geo. I think Jeremy Hill's still the starter there. I 100% feel like he had two bad weeks because of the uh, because of the injury that he actually sustained. Um, the last two games, they you know game tempo gave Geo a little bit of an edge. I think they go back to Jeremy Hill this week, specifically against the Cleveland Browns, where they're going to probably be ahead. They're going to take the air out of the ball. Uh, I think Hill has a good game. I think you start him this week. And I think going forward, if he has a bad week this week, then you start considering what you need to do with them from a sit him or completely drop him. I don't know if this week coming up can be a good deciding factor going forward because I think this week they're going to have to run the ball. They're going to be up. Uh, Cleveland Browns are poop. I don't. I don't see. I don't see any team scoring a lot of points, uh, or I don't see any. I don't see Cleveland Browns scoring a lot of points against the Cleveland Browns. So, all right. What do you think about Brandon Marshall, Tom? Oh, Brandon Marshall. I love him. I think that uh, Brandon Marshall and Geno Smith. If he's the starter this week, they're on the same page. Geno Smith's going to rely on him. He's going to get his targets. He's going to get a lot of red zone targets if they get down there. That's the biggest question. Whether or not the Jets get down into the red zone is going to be uh, Brandon Marshall's deciding factor whether or not he's going to be a big fantasy uh, play this week. Uh, from my end, I personally feel that Brandon Marshall is a guy that you want to go out and try and deal uh, away. If you have Brandon Marshall on your team, like I do in one of my leagues, uh, I think Geno Smith is a huge downgrade at quarterback. I know Fitzy hasn't been great, but he at least throws the Fitzy ball. Fitzy has 11 INTs a season. He, he throws the ball at least enough to where Marshall will get his targets. I think Geno's first instinct is to check it down to the running back. Hence, Forte, maybe Bilal Powell kind of has a little upside. But I also think his second instinct is to take off running with the ball. I think Marshall never really gets time to get out of breaks, and I just see him having um, – I think I think his I think his targets drop from double digits into the mid you know six to seven per week. See, I think that's where where we have a, a, a difference in opinion. I think with Geno Smith there, the ability to run, I think that opens up the defense a little bit. They're going to be expecting a little bit of run, and Brandon Marshall is going to be open for more more targets. I think nobody is threatened by Geno Smith. So well, we'll see. I don't think Fitzpatrick's ever coming back as quarterback either. I, don't I know. think he will. I think he gets his job back next week. So let's go on to uh, C.J. Anderson. I mean, we're sitting here. We're talking about C.J. Anderson, Isaiah Crowell, 
and Jeremy Hill. When in fantasy do we say these guys have been a huge disappointment over the last two years? We're all on them. CA, We're talking CJ about them constantly. Anderson's been a huge disappointment the last couple years. People have been high on him this year. He had a couple decent games, but at the end of the day, he's CJ Anderson. He's not going to do a whole lot. That's why the Denver Broncos have a few options in the backfield they've had for multiple years since CJ Anderson's been there. Definitely, I say. Keep him on your bench just in case, but he's not worth the start. I disagree. I think he's still a startable guy. Um, I, I don't think Booker's t- taking enough of his reps away that you're concerned about him. He catches out of the backfield. If you watched last week's game, he had a lot of great plays, long-distance plays that were called back because of penalties, stupid penalties. He had one unbelievable play down inside the red zone where he juked everyone out of their shorts, including the referee, for a touchdown, got called back. I just think that he is a fantasy playable guy. I think he's had a couple bad weeks, but he'll rebound. I think this is a good week for him. He's uh, he's definitely a wide receiver too. Flex play. I, I think he's a good spot start if he's on your bench, but I think there's other options out there for him. Uh, Last but least, we have this guy we've been talking about for Last weeks. Allen Robinson. Averaging 57 yards per game. Only found the end zone in a few games. Two, tu- two games, actually three touchdowns. Last year, he was averaging almost 90 yards a game and had double-digit touchdowns. Here we are again. What do you do with this guy? Um, I'm strongly concerned about Allen Robinson. Um, I'm strongly concerned about the entire Jacksonville Jaguars offense. They have no running game. Blake Bortles is is awful. Um, I'm hoping, and this is so bad to say, but I think that you know Gus Johnson needs to go. Uh, to get that offense a, a kickstart, um, Allen Robinson, in my opinion, right now, you want to try and start trading away uh, and see if you could get some decent value still out of him. Uh, he's too hard to, uh, in my opinion, he's too hard to 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 be worried about every single week as a starter. But yeah, I think that whole Jacksonville Jaguars offense, everybody was hyped up on him. Blake Bortles, top seven quarterback this year. Allen Robinson, a top five wide receiver. Allen Hearns, top fifteen receiver. And I think that whole Jaguars offense has been nothing but a letdown this year. So I'm definitely going to bench Allen Robinson, maybe try to trade him. But if not, he's not going to start on my team. I, I don't I don't think you can bench a guy like Allen Robinson. I think you either start him or you try to trade him. You're basing that off of one season. I'm basing that off the fact that you have a guy that had one good season. But you can't bench him. You have why? him as a Tell me why. Because he's probably on everyone's team. Because he had one good season. Because he's probably he's on every junk. single person that owns him. He's probably their wide receiver one based on where he and was drafted. And, and so you don't bench is, a wide gonna... receiver one. Because what else do you have to put in place of him? You have to either play him, you could do which is a risk, starts. or you try to draw, you try to trade him. You I think you try to trade him. Jamison Crowder one week. Kim and Meredith yeah. one week. I mean, Jamison Crowder. It's... Well, yeah. as a fan of the unconventional... And uh, a fan of the Blake Bortles Wikipedia fan club podcast, Blake's promise to turn things around this week. So at least this week, I'm going to start Allen Robinson if he's on my team. All right. Well, we talked about the trades with Allen Robinson. Let's go to our master trader segment. This is the master trader segment. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, you didn't hear that wrong. I didn't say masturbator. I'm just excited about the Monster Trader segment. This is our favorite segment on the show. It's where we get to interact with you guys, our listeners, between uh, our emails that you send to us in our bag of fun, fun stuff in our Twitter account. 
So we'll go right to the trades uh, that were sent to us. Question is this. Mark from Las Vegas asks us, would you trade Brandon Marshall and Theo Riddick for Allen Robinson and Terrence West? Tom, As an owner of both Brandon Marshall and Theo Riddick, I will never, ever accept that trade. I drafted both those two. I think, like we've been talking a lot on uh, our earlier segments, Allen Robinson's been a bust. Terrence West has been pretty solid, but you have Kenneth Dixon coming back. You have a lot of hype surrounding surrounding him. But with Brandon Marshall and Theo Riddick, I know Theo's a little banged up right now, and Brandon's facing that quarterback controversy there. I still keep Brandon Marshall and Theo Riddick. I'm, uh, typically, I'm not a guy that likes to trade for a guy that's injured. Um, I'm going to take Allen Robinson and Terrence West. I think Brandon Marshall... Right now, I mentioned it before, his value is going to be down with Geno, in my opinion. Theo Riddick, who knows when he's coming back. It could be next week. It could be three weeks. You know what you're getting out of Terrence West. He is a workhorse right now, especially with Flacco hurt on that team. And Allen Robinson is going to get you probably what? similar numbers to what Brandon Marshall is going to get you. What's, what's Allen Robinson going to get you? He's probably going to get you similar 60, numbers. 60 yards He's probably going to get you similar numbers to Brandon Marshall. You're way off on that. Let's keep moving here, guys. Uh, so we have our first international question sent to our email from Aiden from Cork, Ireland. I like him already. Yep. <laughs> Cavi is a big Ireland guy. Uh no. Went there for his honeymoon, FYI. Yeah. Big Ireland guy. He went, went the cork. He, he went there cork. with brown hair, came home with orange. It's crazy how that <laughs> happens out there in Ireland. <laughs> so he, uh, so Aiden asks us, um, he's wow. been asked if he would be willing to take Drew Brees in replacement of giving up Jamal Charles and Eli Manning. And I say, yes, you take Drew Brees. I agree. I love well, Drew Brees. He's a stud every week. Come on. You're going to say take Drew Brees? Absolutely. Yeah, Jamal Charles too. is is probably a 50-50 split at best when he's even at his in, in back to 100%. Absolutely. Eli and Eli Manning, Manning is absolutely like a you don't know what you're getting out of Eli Manning week to week. Oh, he's a dirty diaper. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm saying it depends on what your running back situation is. Eli Manning is definitely a serviceable fantasy football quarterback. So if you have absolute garbage at running back, then you bring in Jamal Charles and Eli Manning. Right, Tom? Oh, for sure. Jamal Charles is going to be solid, especially this week versus the Saints. He's going to have what I predict is a huge game. I think Eli Manning, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, you know, uh, Willie Ty, right? That's his name, Willie Ty. Yep. You got Donnell. I think they're going to start. Victor Cruz, he's going to be salsa dancing. Just, I think you just literally named every offensive player in the Giants. That's pretty hey, good. Because I, right I, I think they're going to be So solid. he's going to throw to everybody. Yeah, they have a lot of Sounds targets Sounds like a there. guy I know called if Drew I, Brees. If I could call everybody. Who throws to everybody uh, on the team. Listen. What do you have, eight receivers catch a pass last week? You're getting Jamal Charles. So what does that mean? What has Jamal Charles gotten you this year? What? Oh, he's been hurt. Bend over. I'll show you what he got you. Yeah. He, got he was hurt. Last week, he was hurt. Still, uh, that's, that's a junk apocalypse. Big question. Watch him going forward. He's going to be big solid. Question, Trust Mark. me. All right, let's go keep with going. Jamal Charles. Big, uh, we're going to go to Twitter. Uh, our boy, at FFFreak, asks us. Is it too early to give up Antonio Brown and Todd Gurley for David Johnson and the Gronk? And I say absolutely give that up. David Johnson is the best fantasy football player on the planet right now, and Gronk is the number one tight end above all else. So I say you absolutely take David Johnson and Gronk for Antonio Brown and touchdown less Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has multiple touchdowns this season. 
I think he's going to only improve. I know Antonio Brown, we're down on him right now with Big Ben out, but I think once he comes back after the bye week, I think Big Ben is coming back week nine after their bye. I think you keep Antonio Brown and Todd Gurley. I I, I want to go back to the original segment when we talked about Antonio Brown, and I thought you said that you were looking that people should be starting to trade him, and now there's an opportunity to trade I him. I said if you get now. a huge trade, sure, a yeah. A huge trade? Him. How do you get bigger than David Johnson? Because you're also giving up Todd you're Gurley. You're getting the number one position player in two different positions. You got that two tight end system up there in New like England again. 65 fantasy points this year. You're getting David Johnson, who probably has over 100 already for most well, fantasy leagues. That's fine. So does Antonio Brown. And As somebody who traded away Gronk, I would like to always advise against that because it doesn't end well. He comes back and he single-handedly beats you when you play the person you traded him to. So that's always a thing. I think yeah. I'm just looking at position-wise. David Johnson over Gurley. Gronk's the number one tight end. Antonio Brown's the number one wide receiver. I'll take the David Johnson Gronk over Antonio Brown and Ooh, the one guy that won't trade Antonio Brown away, Eddie Scarupa, is Eddie. trading Eddie, Antonio I have Brown to. away. I, I would, Eddie, listen, I would, I would, you're one in five him. and you won't trade him away. Eddie, in listen, our league, you just so can't because I, I, I get I got to trade today for fucking like uh, Alan Hearns and someone else for something. For Eddie, him. you can you keep listening to Polly Bag of Walnuts over here and you might get out of that one in five slump. <laughs> I doubt keep, it. You keep riding that. Keep living. Keep living out on that 2008 championship. What happened in the relationship? 2009. 2010, thank you. Uh-huh. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep thank going before uh, before somebody gets there hurt. There are fisticuffs. So we got Twitter at Josh KUP asks us. Josh really loves his Keurig. His uh, Josh, Josh K cup. Josh K cup uh, at Josh K cup. Or Josh with just I mean maybe cup. do bra sizes go all the way up to K? God bless maybe him. Maybe Josh has a. So let's go. C.J. Anderson. Maybe his girl does. C.J. Anderson and Russell Wilson, he's willing to give up to get Terrence West or Doug Martin. Which one would you prefer to have if you were to give up C.J. Anderson and Russell Wilson? I think you're giving way too much away on that one. They're not doing the the best work this year, C.J. Anderson and Russell Wilson, but at the same time, they're not worth a Terrence West or Doug Martin. Doug Martin, you don't know when he's coming back. He still has an injury problem with his hamstring. Had a setback this past week. Jacquez Rogers is the man there. Uh, Terrence West has been solid, though. But I wouldn't give away C.J. Anderson and Russell Wilson. So definitely hang on to those two guys. Well, he said he has. He I guess I should have mentioned he did. He does have. Um, he does have Matty Ice as his as his other quarterback. So he's not losing much giving up Russell Wilson at this point. And uh, if I remember a segment back, you basically said to get rid of C.J. Anderson. Now you're saying to keep him. I'm not I'm saying keep, I'm not saying keep him. Where did I say keep, keep him? You just said I said to keep, keep him. him when he's linked with Russell Wilson. Sure. Okay. But I didn't so, say keep him by himself. So I'm going to give up. Listen, I'm going to give no. up C.J. Anderson for Terrence West or Doug Martin. Specific, preferably, I'd give him up for Doug Martin because Doug he's got Martin, a, the guy that you don't know when he's playing again. Doug Martin has a juicy match. When's Doug Martin playing again? Could be next week. Could be. Could, Could be. not be. You don't know. Okay. So I'm glad you're going to give him away for a guy you never know when he's so coming back. So you said to keep. C- are you said to get rid of C.J. Anderson because he was junk about 20 minutes ago? I don't get it. What do you well, want to do with him? What I'm saying is, if our boy Josh here is getting, so he'd be getting Terrence West. I'm or, all for that. Or Doug Martin. Doug Martin, I'm not for. Terrence so, West, I'm for. So we got one for Doug Martin, one for Terrence West. Tommy says keep CJ. I think you could probably shop for a little bit better running back than Terrence West or Doug Martin, to be honest. Especially with you with when that. you're giving away Russell yeah, Wilson yeah, in I that agree. package. I think too. I think you look for a, a, a team that's struggling yeah. with quarterback, and you find a better better running back one or 
running back two for your your situation there. That's my opinion. But. All right, Josh. K cups, big jugs, whatever your name is. You heard it <laughs> from us, brother. Uh, we have absolutely no idea what you do, so um, we're up in the air. Let's move on to our second international email of the week. Very excited about international emails. This comes from Ricky from Staffordshire, from Staffordshire, England. He asks, "Can I give up Demarius Thomas and Isaiah Crowell for T.Y. Hilton?" And yep. I think everybody yeah. here could say absolutely. yes. Yeah, 1,000%. Give oh, it up. Yeah. Demarius Thomas, you don't know what quarterback's slinging there. You know, you have Simeon, and he's been junk. You know, he had a few games where he was a good manager. Crowell had a couple hot games early, but at the end of the day, Crowell, we've been talking about him hard to even drop him at this point. So if you get T.Y. Hilton for that trade, definitely take him. I take take it. Yeah, with, with a question like that, I'm hoping that Ricky realizes we're playing American football and not soccer, right? Yeah, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, so. Well, and hopefully, so. hopefully he's in London. And maybe he'll week. be in that game. Yeah. Maybe he'll yeah. be at the game on Sunday. You're welcome for football, by the way, You're Ricky. welcome, Ricky. All right, let's move on. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Three is the number after two. Not tree. Trees grow in the goddamn woods. Whatever. I hate you for any way. So... Here's the tree. Two. One. Segment. All right, this is our tree two one segment. I'm going to ask Paul. Geno Smith, Landry Jones. Who would you start this week? Geno Smith, Landry Jones. I'm obviously a Steeler fan, uh, and I'm down big time on Geno Smith. I'm starting Landry Jones um, because somebody put a gun to my head and told me I had to. Why? Why? Because yeah. somebody put a gun to my head and told me. I no, no, no. But like, okay. So why would you pick? So him I think over that Landry Jones has more weapons uh, than than Geno Smith. Quite honestly, I obviously don't want to have to start either of these guys. But if no, I, I had understand. to start one or the other, it's I'm starting. Yeah, I'm starting Landry. Question. Who would you have? I'm yeah, starting Landry Jones. Points. Landry Jones over Geno Smith because of the weapons around him. Okay. All right. All right. So Tommy, who would you rather start this week? Landry Jones. T. Y. Hilton. <laughs> I'm starting Landry Jones too. Or he, had, Brandon Marshall. he had one great week last year. Oh, you got to start T.Y. Hilton. There's no doubt there. Like even with injury. Yeah, this is this isn't even a question here. You're talking Brandon Marshall with Geno Smith. I know that I still I still think that Geno uh, Brandon Marshall is going to get his targets. T.Y. Hilton's going to be the man there. Philip Dorsett's been a buster. The tight ends there have been back and forth. T.Y. Hilton's going to get over 100 yards this week. Probably another touchdown. Definitely go with T.Y. Hilton over your man, Brandon Marshall. Cav Dog, let me ask you a question. 3-2-1, when do you hit save on this podcast as we record it? In the middle, not at the end. Because <laughs> that seems to be the, the most pliable option right now. 3-2-1, who would you rather start? Marcus Mariota versus the Colts? Or Andrew Luck versus the Tennessee Titans? Whew, that's actually a tough one. Uh, but Mariota, definitely. I think that the Colts this year are just that bad. I think they're down on themselves. I think everybody's down on them. And I think that team's kind of falling apart over there. Andrew Luck can't be the entire team, as uh, our guest contributor said in his blog last week, uh, Cerniak. I think they're putting too much pressure on him. I don't think the defense on the, is on the field enough. Um... And I know how much Eddie loves Marcus Mariota, so I think that gives him a little appeal to me. But aside from that, 
I love Mariota. I'm just not. I have no faith in in Andrew Luck either. I think there's too much pressure on him. I think that, in my personal opinion, real quick, I think you're crazy. I cannot bench Andrew Luck over uh, over Mariota. That's just me. Ed. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah. You're in a fantasy league. Okay, I am in a couple. You get a trade tonight. Yeah. From a very short, soft-spoken man. Okay. With a sweet goatee. With a sweet goatee. Okay. And he asks you. Okay. Here's Allen Robinson. Uh, Will you give me Amari Cooper? Allen Robinson for Amari Cooper. I would. And now take into take into account take into account Derek Carr is your quarterback, and you have Michael Crabtree on your team too. Then I would definitely get rid of him. I would take okay. I would take Allen Robinson just because I, you need some switch up there. You need some you need some new fresh meat. Diversity. Yeah, diversity. Diversity. Get some get some fresh meat in the uh, the mix and see what happens because Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson. They're you never know. Okay. You never know. Um, but at, you have Derek Carr and. Um, Michael Crabtree. My, Michael Crabtree in the mix too. So I, I would, I would definitely take the Allen Robinson trade for that. Wow, is it already time for the over under segment? Jesus, you guys would think this was your second time recording this podcast tonight or something, with how fast you're going. Slow down. Also, I have nothing funny to say about over or under. So. Just do the fucking segment already. Gronk, over under 13 points at Pittsburgh. Uh, I think this is going to be a big week for Gronk. Again, and I'm a Steelers fan, but I think Gronk has a huge week. I'm going to go with the over 13 fantasy points. Tom Brady's going to feed him. Yeah, I agree. I think Gronk's going over 13 because Cavi traded him. Yeah, I traded him, so he's going to go off. I'm going under with Martellus Bennett being the bigger tight end scorer in that, that game. You're welcome for that opinion. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Graham, over or under nine points? You know, uh, they've been saying they wanted to get Jimmy Graham back into the mix, get him more involved in the offense. I'm going to go, actually, Jimmy Graham has over. Arizona's given up the fewest points to a tight end, but I think this is the week they actually break that trend, and Jimmy Graham scores over or under nine points. I'm going to say uh, Jimmy Graham's under uh, nine points because I think his last two games, if I'm not mistaken, he's been over. So he's due for an under. Going back to the uh, to the ways of Seattle, and um, I think Russell Wilson starts to break out, but to more for Baldwin, not to uh, Jimmy Graham this week. I think Graham's back. I think he's back, and I love it. And I think he's going to go over. Terrence West at Jets over under eleven points. What do you guys think? I'm going to go over 11 because the Jets' uh, rushing defense is poop. Shit. Yeah, big pile of steaming shit. So I like Terrence West getting fed the ball, especially with Flacco being on the on the dinged-up report. So um, I'm going to go well over 12. I'm going to probably say he's closer to the 17 range this week. I'm going to take the under on that one. The Jets, they've given up the 14th most fancy points to running backs this year. But you got to remember that Le'Veon Bell had a lot of yards coming out of the backfield, so that's going to break down their numbers a little bit. Terrence West, over under 11, Ed? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go under 11. So uh, purely with the caveat effect on this, I've had Terrence West on my bench the last three weeks when he went off. And I'm starting Start him. this week. So, therefore, he's going to go under. Go, so, it took you three under. weeks to finally start him? I had Eddie Lacy. That was, so, it took you three weeks to finally start him? Yeah, I love I'll it. I'll send you I a trade lo- tomorrow love, for him. I loved Eddie Lacy. You could have him. No, not for Eddie Lacy. I meant Terrence West. I, yeah, third-round pick. All right. Uh, Melvin Gordon at Falcons. 12 
fantasy points, over or under? I think he goes over 12 uh, dramatically. I think he catches some balls out of the backfield. I think this game is a shootout. I think Melvin Gordon goes for 16. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, the, the Falcons, they're giving up a ton of fantasy points to running backs this year. It all depends whether or not he holds on to the ball. That's the problem he's had this year with ball security. So if Melvin Gordon has no fumbles, I'm going to say he goes over that projected number. I think it's going to be under because I think it's going to be a shootout, and I don't think he's going to get what he needs to go over. He'll get the ball. He'll get PPR leagues. He'll get over that number, I think. Um, Lamar Miller at Denver, over under 14 points. Lamar Miller is my man. Denver has been lousy versus the running backs this year. I think Lamar Miller, he broke out last week. I think he's going to continue that trend this week. Lamar Miller is going to go over those fancy projections. Uh, I disagree. I think Lamar Miller goes under Lamar 14. Miller hater right here, just an FYI. True story. You can look that up anywhere. Um, Where exactly? Wikipedia. Anywhere, okay. he said. You can Wikipedia. So it's on, can, it's on yeah. the local bathroom stall. It's not on WikiLeaks yet, but it is on Wikipedia. You can find out. Uh, just look up Lamar Miller hater. You see my picture. Paul Lipko. Lamar Miller goes under 14 points. Uh, I don't think he has a big game this week. All right. I, I think he's going to look more like Sienna Miller at Denver this week. I, I wish he looked like Sienna Miller. I wouldn't be such a hater. <laughs> I think he's going to go under as well. Uh, Julio Jones, 18 points over under at Chargers, or versus the Chargers, I should I'm say. I'm going to say under on this one. I know Julio owners are hoping he goes over. They've been thinking San Diego's been giving up a ton of points, but I think this is a week that the the Falcons rely on the rush game between Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. I'm going to say under that, that, that number there. I'm going to say over. Um, you're going to hear more about him later on in the segment, uh, later on in the show from me. So I'm just going to say for right now, over. I think he's going under. Julio's in a slump. And I think all the, the only chance that San Diego has defensively is to key in on him. I think it's still going to be a ton of passes thrown, so Phillip Rivers will be all right. And just Matt, an FYI, Matt, Matt Ice will be all right. and just an FYI, Julio Jones' slump is about a top twelve receiver. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not true, Julio Jones though. Fantasy, no, I, fantasy slump. I do like I like Julio Jones and I like uh, Jacob Tammy this week for for the Falcons. But uh, let's go to a combo combo doggy here. Let's go Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. Amari Cooper over under 14. Michael Crabtree over under 10. What do you guys think? Let's go, baby. This is my entire team that we're talking about right now. You bring in Derek Carr and this is Eddie's team here. Or Cavie's team. Damn right. I'm going to say... Live or die by the radius. Michael Crabtree has over 10. Amari Cooper has under 14. Uh, the Jags have given up the ninth most fancy points to receivers this year. Um, it seems like Amari Cooper, I know recently he seems like he's been the man, but Michael Crabtree has been the one receiving most of the targets, most of the red zone touches. He's your man. He's going to get over 10, Amari Cooper under 14. I'm going to go opposite, as I always do with my brother. So I'm going to say Amari Cooper goes over 14. I think he's targeted more times this week. I think Crabtree only gets to 10 if he gets a touchdown, but I don't see him getting in the end zone this week. I think Crabtree sits around 7 to 9. I go Amari Cooper probably somewhere in the 14 to 16 range. I think he's over. I think they're both going to go bananas this week, and that has nothing to do with them being on my team. No, it absolutely has everything to do with it. It has everything to do with them. That's fine, but here's the thing. (laughs) Jaguars are garbage. I'm holding on to these two for this week. I've had a couple trades offered, but I think they're my only shot this week, so they're going to go off. The two of them are going to double up, score a ton of points, and I'm going to be all right. All right, Matt Ryan, 24 points over under against San Diego. 
I think he goes way over this. I think he's, quite honestly, I think this could be a monster game for Matty Ice. I hate Matty Ice. I hate Matty Ice. The Matty Ice hater. Yeah, Matty Ice is ranked right up there um, with Lamar Miller for me as far as hating him for fantasy purposes. I think I think Matty Ice has a great game this week against a weak-ass San Diego team. It's a shootout. I think he goes for well over 35 points. I love everybody in this game, to be honest with you. I love the running backs for both teams. I love the wide receivers for both teams. I love the quarterbacks for both Which teams. Which cheerleaders do you like better? Um, I like the Falcons cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go so with the too, Chargers yeah. cheerleaders. Really? San Diego. God oh, damn. San Diego cheerleaders. You the Hotlanders? The Hotlanders? Yeah. Good luck from, with that, yeah. Eddie. And likes. And likes the dirty If I'm being south, honest, yeah. I'm probably not turning any of them away. <laughs> Just no. saying. Marcus Mariota, last one. Over, under 20 fantasy points for Marcus Mariota. I'm going to go with the over. Marcus Mariota's been solid lately, uh, averaging over 30 fantasy points the last two weeks. I think he's finally caught on. He's got Kendall Wright back. DeMarco Murray's been doing his thing out of the backfield. Delaney Walker's a solid, solid tight end, probably top three tight end in the NFL. I think Marcus Mariota finds it. I think he's going to have a couple rushing touchdowns this week. Definitely over the 20 fantasy points. I think we need to mark it on a calendar somewhere because I finally actually agree with my brother on this. I think Mariota goes over the 20 fantasy points this week. I think he's a great stream quarterback. If you have Cam Newton on your bye, uh, pick up Mariota. I think he's going to be solid. Ed, what do you think about Marcus Mariota, honestly? Uh, Honestly, I think he's going to go under the 20 points. On a personal level. (laughs) Oh, on a personal level? I think he's going to go over the 20 points. I think he's going to score about 30. <laughs> I think he's about to score about thirty to thirty-five points this week. That's that's my opinion. I, I he has a great matchup this week, next week, going forward. I think he's going to be a QB one. How drunk was I? I what? I asked my dad if he was a virgin. Man, I need to lay off the sauce. Lay off the sauce. You know what? That would be a great name for a segment on a fantasy football podcast. All right, you guys are gonna, probably going to tell me to lay off the sauce with this one, but I think Sam Bradford is going to have a huge week against his former team. He's going back to Philly. He's going to make a statement. 250 yards, maybe even 275, two TDs, no interceptions. That's my word, and I'm passing it over to And Tom. not only am I going to ask you to lay off the sauce with that pick, I'm going to probably ask you to go to rehab. Well, then give me the 12-step They tried program. to make him go to rehab. <laughs> and I was waiting for Tommy to give the old... I'm not doing the cue. We used it once. It's kind of old news. Thanks, uh, Paul. pretty funny. So with the running back situation here, I'm going to go with my man. He's on my team. But I think this is the, the week that he comes back as a full workload. Jamal Charles. He's going to be a top five fantasy running back this week versus the Saints. The Saints are giving up the most fantasy points to running backs. I say Jamal Charles has over 20 fantasy points, 120 total yards, and a touchdown at least. I like it. Thank you, Eddie. I love it. Amen. Anyway, <laughs> uh, guys, sorry, guys. Uh, laying off my sauce here. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Julio Jones going off for 14 catches, 250 yards, and three touchdowns this week. What do you guys think? Doesn't matter. Go on. Yeah, Paulie's been drinking. I think you need to noon, lay so off the sauce. Is exactly yeah, what yeah, I definitely yeah, lay off the there. sauce. I think we that noon sauce, sauce for sure. Go ahead, Cav. What do you think about tight ends? All right, I'm going. I'm taking a reach here. I'm gonna go Around. with Clive Walford. I love the Raiders, and so do you. I love, <laughs> I love it. the Raiders. Cav picks anybody Cavie. from the Raiders Cavie. or Notre Dame? You know there's 31 <laughs> other teams in the league, right? Clive Walford, who's possibly Coolio 
from the past came back to play in the future. Fantastic. Definitely an illegitimate son of his. Or legitimate, possibly. I don't know. Same hair. I think you have a dangerous mind. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So Derek Carr said this week he wants to get Clive involved in the passing game. He needs to. The guy's had 30 yards in the last couple games. He's due for a touchdown. I think it's going to happen. So, Cav, you're picking a tight end over your two starting running or wide receivers. I was supposed to pick a tight end. Yeah, that was that was his tight end pick of the week. Yeah, right? my oh, tight end sure. pick of the week. Wait, okay. No, I don't want it to happen. He's not on my team, but I, my luck is Just probably going to happen. So that's his tight end pick of the week. The guy that's on the same team as two starting wide receivers. And his quarterback. And his quarterback. My quarterback. All and right. my kicker and my defense. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Point After Show. Be- be sure to tweet us your uh, fantasy questions at Point After Show on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Visit our website at thepointaftershow.com for blogs, weekly rankings, and other fantasy football information. And catch all new episodes of our podcast Mondays and Fridays. Thanks.